0: This is Listen Lakeland, the show that keeps you up-to-date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. Here's your chance
1: to plan your family activities and learn more about what your city government and your neighbors are doing to make Lakeland a great place to live, work, and play.
2: Thank you for joining us for the February edition of the Listen Lakeland Radio Show, a show highlighting people, places, activities, and organizations that make our community an exceptional place to call home. I'm Kim Elmhorst with Lakeland Vision. Lakeland Vision's community driven focus area of strong and safe neighborhoods has so many goals that pertain to the topic we'll be discussing today. But if I had to pick one, it would be a sense of community, And that goal is institutions, organizations, and neighborhoods will create and support a cohesive and engaged community that fosters intergenerational and geographic unity. Today's show will feature something I'm very familiar with, and that is Bonnet Springs Park. I've been a part of the creation of this park from almost the very beginning, but today I have three wonderful guests who will help me share what's been going on at Bonnet Springs Park. So let me introduce you to my guests, Heidi Waldron our Bonnet Springs Park Development Director, and Linda Rice and Ellen Salm, who are our Public Phase Campaign Chairs. Hi, ladies, and welcome.
3: Hi, Hi. thank you for having us. Thanks
2: for being here. First off, Heidi, for those listeners who are not familiar with Bonnet Springs Park, please give us a quick overview of the park and construction update.
3: So we're currently constructing a 180-acre park in the heart of downtown Lakeland. But it won't only be for Lakeland citizens. It'll reach Polk County and all of Central Florida because we will have access right off of the Central Florida corridor on I-4. So we're super excited about that. In terms of construction, we've broken ground on our eight-acre um, built-in lagoon, which will be a huge feature of the park. We're very excited about that. It's currently filling up with water from one of our fresh springs. Um And then we've also if you've driven by or if you've noticed or have been following along with the project on social media you've noticed that we have our mountains and our mountains are currently at peak we're very excited about that Um, and we actually had a top secret photo shoot and video shoot the other day so we're already um, utilizing them to really pay focus and attention to what central florida has to offer
2: that's so exciting tell us a little bit about um, what is going to be available at the park? So this park is not f- football uh, football fields or soccer fields or baseball fields, but what is this park?
3: Right. I'd like to describe it as an immersive experience from for any age. So not only for families, but for gatherings, for picnics, for bike riding, for runners. We have something for everything from our restaurant that is great for a date night that will serve locally sourced food on a seasonal basis with a chef driven menu to our children's museum we're partnering with explorations five we're extremely happy to have them as part of this project Um, we'll have an event center that will be able to hold 350 to 400 Um, so we anticipate hosting several celebrations of life and weddings and corporate events Um, we also have hiking paths we have uh, high speed bike lane for bikers that are avid and want to get those miles in without screaming left or right at pedestrians or runners. Nice. Um, we anticipate also hosting 5Ks and different runs as well as hiking events. We will have butterfly gardens on site Uh, a five-tiered playground for for any age, really, um, to hike and climb and play and dig and get in the water um, to have fun and encourage outdoor growth. And we also have the lagoon, which I mentioned earlier, and that will feature paddle boats and kayaks and just really an immersive experience within the water. We're not going and encourage uh, swimming. Um, As we all know, (laughs) alligators are transient. We've gotten a lot of questions about how we're going to keep the alligators out, but this is Florida. Um, Not possible. (laughs) Not possible. (laughs) Um, So we're definitely going to have crystal clear water. Absolutely beautiful. And also our wetland excursion. So we'll have a boardwalk that circulates out through our wetland area. So those those birders and those naturalists that wanna get out and really immerse themselves and be away and focus on the natural environment, you'll be able to access the wetlands through a boardwalk. So really, when I say there's something for everybody, there really is um, at any age. Um, and, and no matter if you're a large family or small family or out on a date night, or just wanna come for a run every day, it's gonna be completely accessible.
2: Okay, and will it be free?
3: Yes. Park, yes park injury will be free so coming in and out of the park um no problem there we will have upgraded opportunities for different events movie nights things like that which will help us um earn revenue and and we are a 501c3 so that's really important to note that um we are going to be looking for different revenue sources and also we're going to continuously fundraise so we're going to look for support throughout um for the park
2: So one of the really cool features, I think, is the tree canopy. Can you describe that a little bit for us?
3: Yes, that's actually one of my favorite parts. We've secured a lot of the oak line that existed with on the land and we have um, very large elevation changes throughout the land. So one of the best parts is that we're elevating a treetop canopy walk 25 feet up in the air and it's completely ADA accessible. So um, even though the elevations will change um, from the past coming from Ag America Heritage Gardens onto the canopy walk, it'll be completely accessible for anybody no matter if they're wheelchair or scooter um, or just walking uh, it's completely friendly and they'll be able to have that experience.
2: That's really exciting that everybody every generation every ability will be able to enjoy the park. Okay so you did mention that Explorations 5 is going to be at the park and they're moving from their location on Munn Park. Describe the um, the space also describe for us the um, the lawn that's gonna be on the outside of that, um, that museum as yes. well.
3: <laughs> so Explorations 5, if you've been there, it's currently in 25,000 square feet of exhibitry space. We're building a two story state-of-the-art building that will feature 40,000 square foot of indoor play space and 7,000 square feet of outdoor play space. So that 40,000 square foot of indoor will feature five exhibits based on the five senses brand new exhibitry um, focusing on the best of what education offers and then the future of education and play for children, as well as a black box theater within the 40,000 square feet. So when that theater is not being utilized for amazing world um, premieres of exhibits traveling through the United States, it's going to be utilized to put on plays and focus on the arts and culture of Lakeland. And that outdoors play, play space will feature Blinky. So if you you know, <laughs> if you know about Blinky, you know. Um, but he was an alligator that uh, li- lived and existed in Lakeland um, for several years. So we're bringing him to life in a jungle gym form, and children will be able to play and get some exercise outside while playing paying homage to um, Blinky.
2: And my understanding is that is actually what you will see from Kathleen Road. Yes, that will be what you can see because the mountains will sort of cover up the rest of the um, the park, acting as a sound barrier. And yes, sort of
3: yes, the mountains are acoustically sound, and that's because we're building a great lawn. So the great lawn is completely open, green grass. Um, it will uh, serve about five to six thousand people at max. Um, and we anticipate having large events there for the community. So we're not really rivaling Mid-Florida RP funding, but we're looking to enhance what the community currently offers and attract additional events, uh, make a home for classical music and jazz concerts, Friday night lawn movies, different um, variety of events like that uh, that will focus on family, friends, outdoor picnic, um, and then just arts and culture.
2: So it'll be beautiful when it's not in use as well. Yes. You can go throw a frisbee, play with a dog, that yes. kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, okay one other exciting thing that I know that the public asked for was um, event space so describe the this is really exciting i think for lakeland describe the event space that we're going to have on bonnet springs park and this of course is going to be revenue generating for the park as well
3: yes it's part of our sustainability so the event center um will feature uh, a great event hall which will seat around 350 to 400 people give or take Um, Also a wedding lawn that will serve around 250 to 300. So just imagine that at sunset, you could get married on the wedding lawn and then walk in and have your reception at the event center, um, which is absolutely beautiful. It's a very natural and neutral palette. So for brides or different event planners that plan to add some color or get really creative in decor, we've made it very easy to um, work with that space as well as attach that space is an outdoor kitchen. So if you're looking to house a corporate event or a family reunion, or you wanna serve your own barbecue at your wedding, <laughs> I think it's up to you. Um, but we plan to utilize that outdoor kitchen space as, along with the event center um, during those events. So we're very excited about that.
2: That sounds really beautiful. And I think much needed in, in Lakeland. Okay, so also, I'm really excited about what's attached to the lagoon. So describe
3: um, for our listeners the nature um, center. The nature center. So we do plan to house fill trips. One of our education models is to educate about water conservation and sustainability. So we will use that education center as um, a centric place to edu- to utilize the lagoon and the education center. That education center will be able to seat 50 students um, and will be... Talking about local conservation and the local wildlife, as well as the history of the land Florida water table and overall water conservation, sustainability and what that means to the state of Florida, as well as Lakeland and how students can get more involved in that um, and just being educated.
2: So having been on the property myself, I have seen the flume that runs through the property. Um, And it's bringing um, runoff from neighborhoods that are sort of off of Memorial Boulevard and what um, we plan to do is to clean up that water before it goes into our lagoon which is what you mentioned that the lagoon is going to be crystal clear Um, and the hope is that we'll have fish in there and turtles in there again and birds and thriving um, wildlife. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And then also, um, as far as programming for um, the Nature Center, our hope, right, is to have school children come every year for field trips. Yes. And, and, um, and we'll
3: have park rangers on staff that will be running program programming on a daily basis. So not only will we utilize that space for field trips, but during the weekends, families can take advantage of the programming that the park rangers are going to do and um, have an educational experience as well as getting out and learning about nature and Florida wildlife. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so you did talk about bikes. So yes. I, and I know there's two types of bike
2: riders. <laughs> there are the slow bike riders like myself and then the, the ones that are really speedy and fast and like to go 50 miles in one day. Right. So describe the two different locations that these bikers will be biking.
3: So we do have a high-speed bike path that is on the same path as our main entrance. So that is completely separate than the leisure bike riders, I would say. The leisure bike riders will be able to utilize our circulator, which is a 20-foot-wide path, and it's going to end up a little around a 5K. Um, So you'll leisurely be able to bike within the park. And then if you'd want to get your miles in on the high speed, you can also utilize that and really get your miles in without screaming and yelling at each other and or worrying about um, (laughs) running each other over.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's exciting too. And uh, there's gonna be connectivity from what I understand um, for the the high-speed bike paths that are already in Lakeland so that, that those people who want to ride 50 miles will be able to be completely connected.
3: Yes, we're connecting to the downtown bike path and we're only a mile away from bike. Um, So we will have a safe and secure uh, entry for bikes coming onto the property where we're working with DOT right now to make sure that happens. And so it'll be an under or overpass. We're not exactly sure where it'll end up. Um, but it'll definitely be a safe and secure way for bikers to access the property from the downtown, downtown corridor.
2: So when you're talking about downtown corridor, why don't you tell our listeners how close we are to downtown? <laughs>
3: we're so close. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're only a mile away by bike, and um, I think a mere minute's um, coming off of Main Street right onto the park. So it's just so convenient and the quality of life will increase tremendously when this park is built. We're very excited about um, what this park will bring not only to the community, but local businesses. And as the growth of the park continues, especially in expansion of tourism, we're excited to show tourists what Lakeland has to offer and Polk County has to offer. So we're um, the possibilities are really endless in terms of business growth.
2: Well, and what we're excited about is the fact that we're actually expanding downtown. And um, we did hire park planners from a firm in Boston. And in in Boston and in big cities, they walk. (laughs) Lakelanders don't like to walk unless we walk in a circle around like Hollingsworth. Um, But one of the park planners did walk from Munn Park to um, Bonnet Springs Park, and it was a 10 minute walk, which Mm is, I think, really exciting when we do have that connectivity um we didn't talk about dogs I know there are a lot of dog lovers out there (laughs) so let's talk a little bit about dogs
3: dog lovers you'll be excited to hear that we are going to be a dog friendly park um so we are going to work on a schedule in terms of off-leash and accessible areas for dogs to roam free and when they can but we are going to be um, completely dog friendly so we're very excited about that
2: Awesome, and then let the last question I have for you in this segment is: When will it open?
3: We are looking at twenty twenty one, give or take. Mother Nature is kind to us. <laughs>
2: yes, we've had some Mother Nature issues. That is for sure.
3: Yep. The okay. hurricanes in Florida will prevent you um, yes. from doing a couple of things on that park. So.
2: Okay, well, great. That's good. That's good to know. I know that our listeners will want to know. So when we come back, we're going to be talking to Linda and Ellen about the public phase of Bonnet Springs Park.
3: This is Listen
2: Lakeland, the show that keeps you up to date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. Okay, so welcome back. I have Linda Rice and Ellen Som with me. They are um, the public phase campaign chairs. So what is the purpose of a public phase?
0: Well, the public phase is when we shift the focus from what has been happening over the past few years has been fundraising. Um, It is a privately funded park, so um, there's been a lot of people involved in, in raising the money to help build the buildings. And um, that's been kind of the major gifts phase, and shifting into the public phase is when we go out to the community, outreach to them, educate the community at large as to what is Bonnet Springs Park. How can they be involved, um, you know, pique their interest in when it opens so that everyone wants to be there and attend. And um, how we're going to do that is through um, fund rate. We'll have a smaller fundraising. Campaign during the public phase. We will also be doing um, reaching out through schools and educating children So that they bring that message home to their parents um, About what a great park. This is going to be and also through selling merchandise
2: Okay, great. So describe then also what this Public phase does entail and then when it launches
1: <coughs> The public phase is going to officially launch March 12th, okay? And the public phase consists of five different committees that we have, and one is the first committee is the events committee that's going to be tasked with the grand opening, which is going to be in 2021, which is going to be grand grand and community-wide. <laughs> um, our uh, second committee is our special projects committee, which they'll be selling um, benches and bricks okay. to people all over the community so they can make their mark on the park and um, buy things to fundraise and help the park. We have a marketing committee Mm -hmm. that is really helping with publications and outreach through um, mailings and social media and things like that. We're selling merchandise, which hopefully people will see throughout the community. We have tote bags and freezer bags and hats and wine coolers and flashlights and I have blankets to for it. the park well I
2: have is, to say that the bat the grocery bags are amazing and I think that the public's baggers really like them too because they have like a spot where you can stick your wine or somebody put soy sauce in one and <laughs> so I think it's really fun and they're really big and they're not very expensive they're five dollars yes
1: and they're available at the park at the park or um, there there'll be information about merchandise online. And our final committee is school projects, which is going to be outreach to all the schools um, in the area to educate and to get the children all excited about coming to the park and learning about the park and learning about all the opportunities at the park.
2: So have we set prices yet for the benches or bricks? I mean, I know this is a way for like everybody in the community to get involved. So they're not going to be like so you wouldn't have to spend $10,000 to be a supporter of the park. So it'll be something that everybody in the community can do. Correct?
1: Um, Right. The bricks are going to sell for $200 and those will be after March 12th available to purchase online through the website and you can personalize them with whatever family or whatever names you'd like. Mm -hmm. And the benches, which are going to be placed throughout the park, are gonna sell
2: for $2,500. So if we don't have places to sit, it's because people didn't buy benches. (laughs) So everybody needs to buy a bench. So we have places to sit in this 180 acre park, right? Um, Is there anything else that you can share about the public phase for, for us? Anything that we, else we need to know? This is, this is really exciting because this is when our community as a whole can get involved. And this is not just the city of Lakeland, right? This is Polk County. This is the state. I mean, this is gonna be a a destination um, for Polk County. Um, So when people say, I'm gonna go to Disney World, they're also gonna say, hey, you know what? We ought to go check out Bonnet Springs Park as well, right? So yes. Yes. is there anything else we need to know? Heidi, you got anything else you wanna share as far as that goes?
1: Well, we're hoping with all the outreach starting on March 12th through the media and through um, social media and the press that we will get a lot of publicity and people will learn all about the park. That's our goal is to really educate people about what a great thing is going to happen to Lakeland.
2: So you're so this is really advocating. It's advocating advocating time. It's spreading the word time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I do have one more question for Heidi. Um, I would like to find out from you, Heidi if there are other funding opportunities for the park?
3: We will always have additional funding (laughs) opportunities for the park because we are a 501c3 organization. Um, All of the donations count really at the end of the day. And right now they count more than ever because they're helping us build anything from a playground, to a building. Um, So, yes, we have existing opportunities in our not-so-silent capital campaign (laughs) that we're currently (laughs) running. Um, And that information is located also on our website at www.bonnetspringspark.com. And you can find a wealth of uh, information there and or you can click to donate. So, you don't have to worry about you know, if you just have $10 to donate, that's fine. You can donate online, every little bit counts to help us achieve this goal in building this park. Um, That will be a community asset for all of Central Florida, as well as those visiting Central Florida to show um, what we're capable of doing and how beautiful the city of Lakeland is as well as Central Florida.
2: And so it's going to be really important not only to construct the park, but to fund the park and be sustainable Absolutely. in the future as well. Absolutely. Um, we didn't talk about the restaurant, so I have, I have questions about <laughs> what the food. What are going to be the food options in the park? It is a private park, so am I going to be able to get a glass of wine or, or a beer when I go to the park? Those are the questions I'm sure the listeners would like to know.
3: Yes, listeners, you will actively <laughs> be able to drink wine and beer and possibly cocktails um, in different locations. So the restaurant will be a full-service restaurant, so we'll have a full-service bar there, very excited about that. Um, We'll also have a cafe, so a rooftop cafe that'll exist um, on top of our normal cafe. So our cafe attached to the children's museum by sidewalk will offer family friendly options so you can have an immersive experience throughout the park during the day. And you feel like you don't need to leave and take your, pull your screaming kids out of the, <laughs> the play right. area that you can feed them and, and keep on playing all day long. On top of the cafe is where the adult fun comes in and that's gonna be a bar area It's where we're going to anticipate holding VIP events prior to shows on the Great Lawn and different things. But you'll actually be able to get service at that cafe and at that bar. So, yes, absolutely. We're wine, uh, beer, and cocktail friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We just want everybody to have a really great time and have a wonderful experience, no matter what their interest is at the end of the day.
2: Right. And I think what's really exciting is our our, um – Proximity to the RP funding center. So I've been using this as an example Mom has a conference the family decides to come along and dad can walk the kids over and hang out at the park all day And there will be something for them to do all day long, right? Yes,
3: absolutely Yeah, I mean whether it's climbing a hill or playing in a playground um, The playground all of those things are completely accessible. So you can come and not spend any money at all, and and keep the kids entertained um, and have a wonderful resource for healthy activity, for family bonding time, and or just... Relax after a really long day at work <laughs> and walking down a trail.
2: So I can bring my peanut butter and jelly sandwich yes. on property. Yes. And my cooler.
3: We will not. We will not check your. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, for some events we might check your cooler, yes. but uh, for day-to-day basis, um, yes, you can bring your own peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> so I know
2: that there are like big ticketed events at some of these really great botanical gardens and parks, and there's like Christmas light festivals and that sort of thing i mean do we anticipate doing those sort of events as well as revenue revenue generators and community builders and that sort of thing
3: absolutely we're we're kind of doing our research right now and to see what kind of programming we're capable of offering. Um, we will have educational staff coming aboard with us within the next year. Um, so programming and event staff as well. So we're looking forward to maximizing the capacity and the usage of every aspect of the park. Um, and whether that's a tree extrav- extravaganza with um, decorating <laughs> during Christmas time, or you know an afternoon picnic celebration with jazz music playing behind you. Um, anything that can really be an educational opportunity or a family bonding time we're looking into. So we're um, very excited. And one thing that we didn't mention over by the outdoor garden was the
2: greenhouse. Um, and so tell us about programming opportunities with the greenhouse, the outdoor kitchen, the
3: yes, that sort of thing. So, um, the Harrell's, uh, botanical gardens will feature also the Harrell's greenhouses. And those are two greenhouses and we anticipate, uh, writing curriculum and having educational partners that allow us to educate children on how to grow and resource their own food. There are a lot of areas specifically in Polk County that are food deserts. And what we want to do is really impact those areas and educate children, um, throughout how, where their food comes from and utilize every aspect of the park to do that. So not only will we utilize the greenhouses, but we will also utilize the outdoor kitchen to do a full circle programming opportunity, um, so that the kids can grow their own food. They can plant it, watch it grow, and then bring it in and cook it and have chefs teach them how to be healthy and that you can resource your own food, um, and where it comes from.
2: And I think we did not mention one exciting partnership, and that's with the United Way and the the, uh, museum.
3: Yes, yes. The United Way will have offices within the museum, which will allow them to expand their resources for community members. Um, Very excited about that. And they'll be within Explorations 5.
2: Yeah, so they're bringing Family Fundamentals over. Um, currently, they're housed uh, in their Munn Park location, but they're going to be bringing them over. And I think that's really sort of an exciting culmination of um, all that we're going to be able to do and the families that we're going to be able to service at the park, and I think that's really exciting. Um, so at the beginning of, of the show, I did mention my involvement in the park. And one of my roles is the creation of Friends of Bonnet Springs Park along a 12 member board. So many organizations have this type of support group and Friends of Bonnet Springs Park will help the park be sustainable for the future with our volunteer support and possible project fundraising support. So right now it's a bargain. It's a household membership for $30 and we have over 400 households who have said, yes, we want to support this park said this membership is going to be annual and it's going to probably change slightly when the park opens and we can offer some benefits but for now we just need people to advocate and spread the word about the park we would love 2,000 household memberships by park opening and this is a way for the entire community to get involved so you can sign up for Friends of Bonnet Springs Park and keep up with what is going on at the park by going to our website at www.bonnetspringspark.com. Ladies, thank you all so much for being here today. Bonnet Springs Park will truly be an asset to our community, the county and the state, and I know I cannot wait for opening day. We invite you to visit our website, lakelandvision.org, to view the entire Community Driven Vision. And you will find that this park meets a lot of the goals in the four focus areas that you will find on our website in the Community Driven Vision.
3: Listen, Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland and Hall Communications. Thank you so much for
0: tuning in and we'll see you next time.